Hello. Hello. <laughs> and welcome to Spill the Milk. I am Morgan. And I'm Hannah. And we are so happy to be here today with you guys to talk about the movie Inception. Um, this is a uh, Hannah topic, so super pumped about that. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that sounded like goofy a little bit. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways. Woo! Yeah. Um, I guess for updates, I don't really have much besides a super sad update. It's not sad, Morgan. It's happy. It's happy, like, future beginnings, whatever, for <laughs> being so dramatic. For Hannah, I am very happy for her. and I'm We're literally going to work 10 minutes apart, Morgan. It's fine. I know, but I just want to say um, we do work together right now, but as of tomorrow and a day, we won't anymore. So it'll be... Um, a different adventure for us. We won't see each other every day and freak out about certain things. So we can still call each other and talk stupid every single day. Exactly. Just like now. Exactly. And we will. But that was one thing I just thought you guys should know. Is also clarification: I did not get fired. <laughs> Morgan not. Morgan made it sound like that last time she said it. So. Uh, big new beginnings well i mean <laughs> whoa no no i am good at my I'm job i'm just kidding she is she is um we're still both professionals and we're both still why do you use that word morgan because it's fun <laughs> <laughs> makes me feel good oh lordy um but anyways that's all i really had so i don't know if you have anything but not, not really. I don't know. I feel like I've been watching more of the Goldbergs than I have in the recent past. I yeah, love I've, that show. I I've been told, show. I've been told I'd love that show, but I just, it's a jump for me to start watching new shows. You said you like comedy. That is funny. I, I do, love I it. I do, but I am like hooked on my like three TV shows and I just watch them on repeat, which probably says I have an issue but <laughs> I don't um, know I think you would laugh your ass off okay or maybe I'll give it a try or you would watch it and be like wow Hannah's weird but this is <laughs> her kind of stuff I mean it's still it's still like going on so it must be good but I don't know not for me maybe it is for me I just don't know it's a commitment it's hilarious <laughs> one day don't do so, that <laughs> what don't do what say one day <laughs> yeah make it seem like oh i have plans to do it in the future because you know damn well i'm not I won't. Watch that. that is the story of my life i'm like yeah probably like i might do it one day that is the sign for me i'm never gonna fucking do it <laughs> exactly if morgan says maybe someday i'll try <laughs> just don't even think about it again because it's not yeah. gonna happen don't even try talking to me about it because I'll just say, yeah, maybe someday I'll try again. That's Morgan's clear and concise. No fucking way. Yeah. Yep. It is what it is. <laughs> so anyways, get started, Hannah Banana. Well, this one's going to be a little bit different setup. Um, I don't really have a ton of notes. I was hoping this would be more like conversation based, but we are talking about the, what is this, 2010 film Inception. So I've watched this movie a couple times. I, I actually really like this movie and movies like this. I'm, I don't know. I like the sci-fi dystopian type stuff. We kind of talked about that in the last episode a little bit. 
that I'm, I don't know, I'm weird. I'm into that, that kind of stuff. I'm nerdy, some may you, say. That's not nerdy. You just like the history. And I would. That's the opposite of history. Well, you do really Dystopian like. Dystopian is future. Fuck. <laughs> Well, you do like history, too. <laughs> I do. I'm nerdy. So, I know that. So, maybe you're a nerd. I don't know. <laughs> I'll take it. Oh, great. Yeah, dystopian's like the opposite of a utopian, so it's like really oh. fucked up alternate universe or like alternate future. I guess okay. it could be present day, but... Okay, I'm with you. It's kind of like an alternate reality. Mm. So, not that that's what this is. This is more like sci-fi type thing. But a little bit about this movie before we start talking about, like, the plot. This is going to be pretty much big spoiler alert for the whole movie. So, if you haven't watched it, <clears throat> Morgan. Uh-huh. <laughs> I tried. I sparks <laughs> notes it. <laughs> that was really kind of hard to say. I sparks notes Spark it. Spark noted it. Spark noted it, and um, I, think I, I, I think I know what happened. <laughs> Maybe. I'm going to just, like, have Morgan, like, glance at her notes and then be like, and this, and this, and this. So then, like, <laughs> they, like, did this thing. <laughs> Morgan's just going to be filling in the holes with, um, so, like, then. And then this article said, like, they time traveled. <laughs> You're going to be like, not no, true. not what happened. Not true. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Well, this movie won, like, a crap load of nominations and, like, nominations, oh my god, <laughs> crap ton of awards in 2011, so, like, af- right after it came out. So, it was nominated for 220 different awards, and it won 157 of those. Holy including fuck. Including four Oscars. So, it won the Oscar Damn. for Best Achievement in Cinematography. That went to Wally Pfister. That's the, the cinematography guy. company, I think, yeah. Best Achievement in Sound Mixing. Oh, God, those names are weird. Laura Hirschberg, Gary Rizzo, and Ed Novick. Okay. Best Achievement in Sound Editing. I don't know what the difference in those two is. That was Richard King. And then Best Achievement in Visual Effects. Chris Corbold, Andrew Lockley, Pete Bebb and Paul Franklin. And yet, Leo didn't win the Oscar. Not for this, man. Gosh dang it. Seriously, though, he should have won Oscars like way sooner than he did. Way, way, way. Feels real bad. I don't know that reference should have been the one that he won it for. Um, okay, no, I agree. Like, I, I, one, I haven't seen this movie. Um, but. You can't tell me Titanic wasn't a fucking masterpiece. Well, not only that, like, he's in so many good movies. I know. Catch me if you can. I fucking love that oh, movie. Oh, love that movie. Love. Everyone thinks I'm weird, and I, that's like, no, that's that one of my rocks. favorite movies that he's in. Love that movie. But I'm just like, look at that. We could list so many movies, and they just totally gypped that guy. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know where the minds of people were at that point either like i thought reverend was okay but the i don't know i just don't think that was the one that should have did it 
no, it it wasn't. But I think at that point, people were probably <laughs> making such a stink that they were like, we should yeah, probably give, give this guy him. an Emmy <laughs> or, or an Oscar. Sorry, I said Emmy. Yeah. Um, which, poo on you. He deserved, like, he deserves, like, at least a good five of them by now. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, I don't know how he didn't get one until, like, what was it, like, 2017? Yeah, that's stupid. Ridiculous. Redonkulous. Redonkulous, man. Redonkulous. Um, <laughs> going back yeah, to no. this movie. <laughs> um, this one was written and directed by Christopher Nolan, and it's starring Leonardo DiCaprio, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Elliot Page, who at the time was Ellen Page, Tom Hardy, Ken Watanabe, Watanabe, sorry, Delep Rayo, Cillian Murphy, etc. Etc. So, so there's some big name people in there. Yeah, a lot of big name people. Yeah. Um. <laughs> sorry. It's the sniffle. It's the sniffle for me. <laughs> so I also wanted to include the dictionary versus like sci-fi definition for this of inception so the like dictionary.com says inception oh my god jesus <laughs> hannah get your crap together i didn't even have a drink i know i'm not the only one who sounds drunk inception <laughs> is a noun meaning like beginning start commencement in sci-fi it's the act of installing an idea into someone someone else's mind by entering his or her dreams which is literally this whole movie. So. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> so that is that. Hmm. Um, and then from here on out, majority of the questions slash points that we're going to converse about um, are from like this Looper article, which if you don't see those, those are like the videos that pop up on like Snapchat. <laughs> But also, they have, like, a website, so I just read some articles on there. So, that's the majority of it. Otherwise, I did watch a this movie a couple times. I've seen it quite a few times, but just kind of watched it again a couple more times. Just a couple more. It's only, like, two only, and a half hours. No, no. <laughs> I, I only watched it twice in the last week. Okay. See, exactly. That's five hours of your life. I know, and that still was nothing compared to how much research I did for Bonnie uh, and Clyde. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> Those podcast episodes are like two hours a piece. There's three of them, and I listen to them probably a minimum of like eight times each. Oh, no, thank you. It, it was ridiculous. Plus, I read that whole book that was like 300 pages. <laughs> I will never forget Ooh. that book. I gotta be honest. <laughs> uh, good yeah, stuff. It haunts me a little. Anyways, <laughs> so I should have totally taken your notes on the plot. Oh my God, I can try, but I'm not <laughs> So like this guy. <laughs> I thought you were doing really good when you started it. Really? Yeah. I was actually kind of impressed because you caught up with it and there was no way from reading something that I would have picked up on the plot. What can I say? I just, I'm a genius, you know? It's just... It's just natural. <laughs> I'm just You're kidding. getting a little full of yourself. There. I'm fucking kidding. I don't fucking know. <clears throat> I tried. 
And also, that's like the extent of the notes I have. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, well, you got to say the plot, girl. You watched it two times this week. Uh, okay, so there's these people. <clears throat> Good start, right? So the Bob movie- and Arthur. Yes, there's this movie. What what the fuck did I just say? The start of this movie, <clears throat> Cobb, who is Leonardo DiCaprio, which, fun fact, Christopher Nolan said that pretty much he, he wrote a lot of the, okay, he wrote the whole script, and then, like, as he was planning who he wanted the characters to be and everything, he said he wanted Leonardo DiCaprio, and he wanted people who would fit into this bubble with him that would make him look like a strong leader so he mm-hmm. wanted people that were younger than him that were like intelligent but would easily follow him mm-hmm. and he didn't want older people that would make leo look young or like inexperienced mm-hmm. so i thought that was kind of interesting that he pretty much wrote like this part for leo and then let him be involved in a lot of the artistic like decisions in directing it and stuff and then also he let him pick a lot of the not necessarily pick but like everyone else was kind of based on who meshed well with him oh okay so i I mean that's kind of smart yeah Yeah. it's smart so Cobb, who is played by leonardo dicaprio and arthur who's played by joseph gordon levitt are like in this dream which they know it's a dream but this other guy who's played by ken watanabe um his name is sato in the movie well that's his last name no that's his first name (laughs) whatever we're gonna call him sato that's what they call him in the movie um so they're in his dream and he doesn't know it's a dream and then <laughs> something goes wrong in the first part of it. They're <laughs> trying to extract this this code for the safe that's in his brain, which mm-hmm. is a lot of what the movie is, is trying to extract things, which is what these people are called, extractors. They're trying to get the... Like, like steal things ide- from yeah, people. Yeah, to, like ideas. Yeah, from people or in the the whole plot of the movie is inception planting an idea in their brains and then mm-hmm. kind of letting it grow into their own but the the hardest part for them is that you don't want them to know where the idea came from so you have to go so deep into like their subconscious that they don't know someone else gave it to them right so in the first part of the movie where they're in this dream, um, they are two layers deep into a dream, so they're in a dream inside a dream. And this is Cobb and Arthur, correct? Yes, and okay. Sato and then their architect, their dream okay. architect. Okay. So the four of them <clears throat> are two layers, well, yeah, they're in a dream in a dream, and then... They wake up in the dream, the first dream, but the architect fucked up, I guess, and he made the carpet in the secret apartment or whatever out of polyester instead of wool or something like that, 
And that's how Sato knows that they're in a dream and not in his actual apartment. Mm. And then they get off this train and all of this stuff. And then Sato finds them in real life. So they're not dreaming anymore. And then he's like, I know what you did. And I'm not going to put you away in jail or anything. Because that was, that was like a good audition. I want you to do something for me. Mm-hmm. And then he like hires them pretty much to go into the, the mind of Fisher, who is played by Cillian Murphy. I don't know if that's how you say his name, but I'm going with that. Oh, well. Um, <laughs> so his father... he's dying and he owns the competitor like the biggest competitor of Sato and he wants to break up Fisher's empire so that way his company is the biggest and has no other big competitors pretty much he wants to like monopolize this whole yeah which is kind of shitty (laughs) think about it like yeah But that's, like, Cobb's thing is he always wants to make sure that the inception, so the the idea that they're, yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. is always positive because that's going to have a stronger reinforcement than putting a negative Mm -hmm. um, seed in there. So, because originally they wanted to say, like, I don't want to be like my father, but then they switch it to because there's like different things that you want to plant in each level of the dream and at the root of all of it you want it to be something very very tiny so that way he can like fisher can kind of think that he came up with it on his own and -hmm. it can grow into something that can be used to um how do I want to say it? Be used to like break up that empire naturally versus someone told me to do it, so I should. Um and then from there they come up with it. Well, before I get to that part, um another reason why they kind of have to take this deal is because Cobb is not able to go home to his kids because Spoiler alert, he is suspected of murdering his wife, who also, spoiler alert, this whole episode, spoiler alert, in yeah. general. <laughs> yeah, just like, yeah. Um, so, the reason that he's suspected of that is because she jumped out of a window at a hotel because she thought they were still living in a dream because he had planted this idea in her head that their dream was their reality Mm -hmm. so he kind of told her well he didn't kind of he did tell her in a dream that they were going to commit suicide and that was going to get them out of their subconscious because they had been stuck in a dream for like 50 years and they lived out their own reality and they built their own world and all of this kind of stuff and then their way out of it was to kill themselves in the dream, which in the dream world, I guess that's how you wake yourself up, mm-hmm. wake others up, is to kill them. But later on in this movie, that's not really an option, which no one else really knows. 
So she thought by jumping out of this window, she was going back to reality to see her real kids. And in reality, she was in reality. Yeah. So she Oof. killed herself. Um, and he was with her. So everyone thought he killed her. So Sato told him he knows some very powerful people. If you get this job done right, then I will make some phone calls. And after we're done with this this flight, you can walk right into the um, U.S. What's it called? In the airport. I was going to say uh, the terminal. <laughs> no. The... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, it can... starts with a C. The... <laughs> Were you like, check-in? God! I don't fucking know. <laughs> be... I don't... Okay, come up with a different word. <laughs> Whatever, he's gonna go into the US, he'll be fucking fine. Whatever. I don't know. And then <laughs> they are all on this plane with Fisher and their whole group. They find a chemist who's gonna give them the drugs they need to sleep through this whole thing and they're they bought out well they were gonna buy out the first class seats but sato owns the airline so they're like yep just block it off we got it that'd be nice take me to fucking florida or something god that's where you'd go well i mean owned an airline i'm just saying take me somewhere (laughs) other than wisconsin (laughs) oh god well yeah, so <laughs> I don't know. Painful. So, so now they have their chemist who, not fun fact, but like interesting fact is that he was having these elderly people in his neighborhood connected to the dreams. So he like put the sedation or whatever in them and then let them dream for like. So, in real time, it's like eight hours a day, eight to ten hours a day, but in in dream time, it ends up being like ten years or something like that. So, they're able to do that, and then, so he's like drugging them like all day, every day, but they go there willingly so they can dream and like feel young and alive and everything, which I thought was really interesting. Yeah, I like that. I wish I could do that. I guess I am young, but I don't know. I don't know if I would do that. I don't know. It'd be kind of fun for a little bit. I feel like you lose your grasp on reality, which is kind of a lot of what this movie is, is they have these, like, totems that only they will know what the balance is, what the weight is, that kind of stuff, because Mm -hmm. they get so messed up between what is reality and what is a dream. Right. That they, like, can't figure it out. So, like, Cobb's totem is uh, a spinning top, and in a dream, it will never topple, it'll never fall over, versus, obviously, in reality, it'll fall over, because gravity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, which is how he put the idea in Maul's head, that they were living in reality when they were in their dreams. Mm-hmm. He went to her, like safe in her subconscious or whatever and he made the top spin okay makes sense and it never fell over so she was thinking opposite of what it is 
Yeah. Like nothing's real. And that's how she always kept thinking is that nothing's real. We're always in a dream. Mm-hmm. So Which is sad. Yeah. And that's how he knew that Inception was real because he did it to her and then she killed herself. So mm-hmm. um then from there, I feel like I was gonna say something else. So I have their chemists, they have someone who is played by Tom Hardy. His name is Ames, and he's like the identity thief. So he's able to impersonate a lot of people and help them um, get through the different levels of the subconscious of Fisher so they can get to like his subconscious, like the innermost layer where they can plant the like the last seed. Because like I said before, in every level of the dream, they're planting a seed of like what ideas they want him to think of. So mm-hmm. like I think the first level was I'm not my father. Like mm. I don't want to be like my father. Mm-hmm. And then in the second level it's like I can be so much more than my father. And then in the last well also they end up going to a fourth level which is really the like the actual subconscious. Everything else is like different levels of a dream. Mm-hmm. But the fourth level is like the lowest level you can get to. And in that level, it's not my father's disappointed in me. It's my, because his dad's in the stream. And he says, he doesn't say that he's disappointed. Like Fisher thought he heard him say as he died. It's truly that he's disappointed he tried to be like him. Which is so sad. Yeah. But also probably pretty good if his dad was a dick. Well, no, that's the whole point of it is his dad was disappointed that he tried to be like him because he wanted him to do what made him happy and like have his own career goals and his own goals for life rather than just trying to take the business, trying to do what I did. Mm -hmm. So he wants him to dream bigger and have his own plan. Okay. Makes sense. So... That was, like, the end-all, be-all. Like, that repaired his relationship with his dad. And then um, there's also Ariadne, who's played by Ellen Page, who's now Elliot Page. Um, And she's, like, the architect in the dream because she's an architect student in real life. She's being taught by Cobb's either his dad or his father-in-law it's a little confusing but Mm -hmm. he's the professor so she's learning from him about all of like real life architecture and then cop teachers are all about like dream architecture but he can't be the architect because mall is in all of the dreams that he goes into mm -hmm. and she's gonna kill anyone that's not him Mm-hmm. Because she's aggressive and because <laughs> she's she's obsessed. <laughs> yeah, she's scary. So she like kills all kinds of people in the dreams, so they just wake up. But um, shockingly, to like everyone, they're once they're sedated by this chemist. So the chemist and Cobb knew this with the sedation. If mm-hmm. you don't, if you die in this dream. The mm-hmm. new dream where they're performing the inception. You don't wake up. You go into limbo. 
So, yeah. So, so that's great. <laughs> well, everyone's pissed off in the first dream when they find that out because Sato's shot and they're like, oh, we're just going to wake you up. So they're like, oh, we'll shoot him now. And Cobb and the chemist are like, no, 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 put that away. That's yeah. not how that's going to work. I don't know why they didn't tell them. Because no one would go into the dream then. Oh, uh, well, I'd say like after the dream, I'd tell them like, right away, like, yeah, you don't want to die. Yeah, I think that he was kind of just like, let's get in and get out. Okay. But then another piece of it is that in the first dream, they could be in there for like a week, potentially. The second dream could last up to six months. And then the third dream they're in could last up to what seems like 10 years. And then eventually the fourth dream that they're in could be potentially 50 years. Holy shit. Which is what Cobb and his wife did. Mm Because they kept talking about how they wanted to grow old together and all that kind of stuff. And that's Mm -hmm. how he finally got her at the end of the movie to, like, be okay with him going, which he Mm -hmm. wasn't okay. Um, He, like, she wasn't okay with him going. He ended up having to, like, do it on his own. But he had to, like, tell himself, tell her, which is, like, his subconscious, Mm -hmm. that... They did grow old together because they spent what was essentially 50 years together in this dream. And they did grow old together because you see it at the end of the movie. Mm -hmm. They're like all wrinkly and well, they commit suicide by like crawling onto a train track. And that's how they, that's like one of their, that's one of the (laughs) things. Saying is like, there's a train that's going to take you far, far away and it's going to bring us back to whatever mm-hmm. but yeah so that's how they end up doing that and Ooh. i'm trying to think of like other important things in here that without like giving every detail of the movie because obviously it's two and a half hours long yeah like, i know i'm like oh. <laughs> <clears throat> like it's just super cool movie where it's like all of the different like things inside of things and then keeping track of them and like just so i would say like for me like without getting into detail does he end up making the inception work yeah so at the end of it which sato ends up going with them into a into the dream because he says how am i gonna know Mm -hmm. if this works or not and they're like there's no room for tourists like it's far too dangerous and like it's too important we're not going to do this Mm -hmm. and what the fuck is this playing um sorry there's like an ad playing no it's okay (laughs) (laughs) um so pretty much like i don't know he ends up going with but he ends up getting stuck in limbo, and then Cobb has to go get him, which technically is how the movie starts. Okay. But, like, he has to go and find him at the end of the movie and bring him back so he knows that it worked and that mm-hmm. everything ended up okay. Mm-hmm. And then he didn't leave him in limbo. He mm-hmm. still did because it's like, old little man when mm-hmm. he finds him. But... Yeah. Um, 
do, do, do. Uh, sorry, I'm just like skimming through this article trying to find the fun facts that I wanted to bring up. So, one of do you have any other questions about the movie? I feel no. like I just rambled. <laughs> it's for, like, okay. So long. No, I was just like, <clears throat> so it's my understanding at the end he does like complete the in- uh, inception and mm. then <clears throat> he obviously sees his kids again because he completed it. So, yes. and all in all. In the dream, that's how he knows it's a dream because his kids never, he never sees his kids' face, mm-hmm. faces. Because he has two kids, Philippa and James, and he never sees their faces in his dreams because he he misses the chance because he's running away because he's wanted for his wife's murder. Mm-hmm. So in real life, he didn't ever take the Nor chance to her. see their face. Yeah. Oh. So in his dreams, that's what he's seeing. Mm-hmm. And then when he gets home at the end... They look up and see his. They um, he, he sees see their, their faces. faces. Yeah, so that's part of the reason a lot of people think that it is real. Mm-hmm. But also at the very end of the movie, the reason that it's such a big like cliffhanger, like what the fuck happens, is because he puts his totem on the table and it kind of topples, but it still keeps spinning, so you can't tell if it actually falls or if it stays spinning. And that's that little toy topper, right? That yeah, that's his totem that tells him mm-hmm. if it's reality or dream. Okay, I think that wraps it up for like me at least to know. Like, okay, here we are. <laughs> so, um, Christopher Nolan actually started working on this movie ten years before it was released. So Damn. he was like working on other projects and like trying to perfect it before he actually like put everything together. Right. Which so, makes sense. I mean, if you want to make yeah. a good movie, you got to put effort into it. Yeah. And he was working on other huge projects at the time, too. Like, he did the Batman trilogy. Mm-hmm. So he's the director of that. But, Super impressive. And the reason it took so long for him to, like, get his script perfect to the point where he wanted to produce it or directed or whatever, mm-hmm. um, was because it started off as just, like, a plain heist movie, but he was, like, this is too much, like, it's too hard to comprehend as just a heist movie, because if all it is is, like, going in and stealing an idea or, like, planting an idea, like, mm-hmm. that's too, too big of an idea for the audience to grasp, so... Pretty much they had to, like, throw in another element, which they, um, he thought of as the other element that was needed was emotion, because typically action movies are, like, not emotional. Right. And this one, there is a lot of, like... Emotional ties to it and stuff, yeah. There's a lot of, like, ethos involved in that, so, like, the emotional pieces and then like kind of making the audience feel something more than just holy crap they're trying to do these crazy things Mm -hmm. so okay yeah and there is like the the piece too that Cobb really does love his wife and he doesn't want to let go of her but also he has to let go of her to get back to his kids so it's kind of like which like, side do you pick? Like, kind yeah. of thing? I don't know. Yeah. Mm. 
that's sad. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't know what I'd pick. You know, it's like, well, well, his wife's already dead. So I feel like. Right. The idea of her is like good to hold on to. But like when it comes down to it, like your kids are alive and they're missing you. And like he gets to talk to him on the phone and they're asking like, daddy, when are you coming home and stuff like that? And he's like, I can't come mm. home yet. And then he's like, oh, I'll send presents. Like, that's not going to fix it. Yeah, that doesn't fix the situation. Yeah. I'm with you. So. um, Oh, one of the other things that was super cool. There's, like, an elevator scene. Like, if you watch the trailer for this, um, it is... Um, like, you would know which scene it is. It's, mm-hmm. like, a spinning hallway and, like, an elevator and stuff. This is supposed okay. to be in the second dream. And it took – they okay, so they actually built this, like, elevator. And the it, it's an elevator in one scene. It, it's all connected. But <laughs> the elevator and the hallway, and they actually spin. And it's, like, 100 foot long. And they um, built it in, like, a World War One aircraft. Okay. outside of London and then so they actually built it so it spins and it really was Joseph Gordon-Levitt that was the one that was doing all the stunts in there that's so awesome he said that was like one of the like coolest scenes he's ever done in a movie which I thought was cool that that like stuck out to him that much but also they said it took 500 crew members and it three weeks to shoot this scene holy fuck i can't imagine (laughs) i was literally that is investment dude yeah (laughs) all right i mean hey it must be a cool scene (laughs) i'll have to watch the trailer because i didn't watch the movie (laughs) yeah you suck i know (laughs) also um some parts of the movie like the third level of the dream um Christopher Nolan does say is based off of the James Bond movies, like the, oh. like the little ice. I don't know what you call it. It's like I, a what? <laughs> they're in like a ice fortress or something oh, like that. Oh yeah, I think I saw that. Like in the yeah. you said the third dream, right? Yeah. Yeah, I did hear about that. Yeah, it's based off of like James Bond. So Bond, which is like the ultimate heist movie. So yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, sorry, do you have much more than that? I was going to put my take no, on it No, you all. can go. I mean, I don't know. Like, I like the idea of it, but I think also for a movie, it's so complicated that it's like, you really have to invest. Like, Well, even, even I was going to say, um, Leonardo DiCaprio, he like started reading books on like dream analysis and like totally digging into like the actual science behind stuff like this where you can truly like learn things from your dreams mm-hmm. and like you can manipulate things and he said that he even does that like he starts dreaming while they're filming like he'll go home and go to bed whatever he'll start dreaming and like he'll so have like a nightmare. Lucid, lucid dreaming yeah he's like having mm-hmm. a nightmare and he starts shifting things in his dreams so it's not a nightmare it's like a, an actual dream again Okay, but, like, 
I feel this is gonna sound wonky, but I feel like I I can do that. I feel like a lot of people can do that. I know. I feel like it depends what kind of a dream you're having. Like for me, I always have like a similar nightmare if I'm having a nightmare where mm-hmm. it just kind of frees up. And at that point, like no matter what I tell myself, I can't like wake up. I can't oh. move and I can't do anything. But okay. then there's other like times I'm having like a dream and I'm like, okay, now I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna do this. Right. I feel like I have that more than I don't, which maybe is good. I don't know. But I think with that, like, I also think, so this movie makes me go like, am I in a dream right now? (laughs) And I don't think I am because why would I be like physically going to bed every night? This goes back to like life as a simulation. (laughs) Yeah, it does. For me, like once you start thinking big picture, like I think this is reality. Right. But is it not our reality? And I don't know. Oh, I don't like I thinking don't about that. <laughs> like, I, I think we are in reality. Like, I think for me, it's pretty easy to be like, okay, this is a dream. This is not. But I also, once you're like this far into it and there's other people involved and there's like sedation and then like all that kind of stuff, it might be hard to tell. Which I think, like, if you got to that point, obviously, then you'd be like, it's not, but... And obviously, this isn't a real thing. Like, you right. can't go into... Some... I think that's the hardest thing for me to grasp about it, is it's, like, it's someone's dream, so you're in someone's head, but also, how the fuck do you get into someone else's head? I don't know if you've ever seen hard... I think that's the hardest thing for me to grasp about this movie, is it's, like, I get it, it's Fisher's dream. But how did all of them get into his head? Right. And I don't get that. <laughs> that's, I think, what it is for me. Like, even just reading the spark notes, like, ah, I don't know. Like it, and, like, even if you are inside of his dream, how are you an architect in that dream? Like, how are you responsible for changing things in his brain? Like Without him knowing. And also the fact that they were creating these things on paper in advance it's not like you can bring something with you where you're like oh and this is going to be here and this is going to be here and this paradigm is going to go there it's like you have to just remember all of that and bring that in with your head because you can't bring something physical into a dream so to like bring it back to real life there's just no way like and at this point if that was a thing I feel like, especially with the internet, somebody would have been, like, leaking this by now. I mean, I'm just relating it to reality. I'm not saying, like, if it's real or not, but I just don't, I don't know. Mixed signals, man. And even, (laughs) even, like, the actors don't know what's what. Like, they were able to keep, like, the dreams apart, but, like, none of them really know the ending. Leo doesn't well, how even could know the you? ending. He said that he does not know. And the director, Christopher Nolan, he says he knows what happens at the end. Obviously, he wrote it. But, like, he's not telling people because he wants people to talk about it and, like, come up with their own conclusions. Which, to me, I personally agree with you. I think he's in his real reality. Yeah. But then, like, at that point, you get out and are you, like, Oh, I want to go back. Like I miss whatever. Well, that's like, what they were saying about like Ariadne with the 
like architecture like mm-hmm. they were like because she got all pissed and left and they were like she'll be back i give it like however many weeks like two weeks or whatever she will never create anything in real life that is as spectacular as in the dream world because you can do stuff that defies gravity and physics and everything else which that's what i was thinking like how do you live a life knowing you could live another life where you can have whatever you want yep like hello i don't know i don't have to work a day in my life sure <laughs> yeah no kidding so i don't know i, I yeah I, I get it i get it I just find all of it, like, so interesting, but also so confusing, and it, I don't know. I agree. Like, it would be too much, I think. I think if we lived it every day, it'd be different, but to for our brains, I don't think our brains can grasp, like, a reality like that, where you're able to jump around and do shit like that. Yeah. So, that's my thought. Yeah, I don't know how I feel, like... I can see I can see it going like all kinds of different ways but like I wish I had more like conspiracy type theories about this. I just think the idea of it as a whole is like so mindfucky mm-hmm. that it's like interesting to talk about. Yeah, I agree cuz like I wish I had more like conspiracy type theories about this though. I mean, it's kind of hard to say I mean, it goes back to, like, life as a simulation, is it? Like, are we just bouncing around dreams? Personally, I don't feel that way. But, I mean, who knows? There are people out there who think all sorts of things. And that was kind of a point in the movie, too, is, like, you you can't really tell it's a dream just because it feels different. Because, like, in the normal dreams they were going into, it was you still feel the same amount of pain. It's still real. So if you get shot in the foot, it's still going to hurt like a son of a bitch. But, like, to kill yourself in the dream is to get out of the dream. So I don't like that. I don't like taking the chances to be like, I'm going to kill myself. Exactly. I think this is a dream. (laughs) Exactly. That's why the totems were so important. Yeah, I could see that. Which she got, Maul got rid of hers because she was convinced this is dummy all a, this is all a dream well that's not fair though because he planted that idea in her head. oh true i'd be pissed off at him i'd be coming back just like she did it's in his subconscious so that's not even her that's his perception of her yeah it's fucking weird i don't like that i don't know all i keep thinking about and i don't know if you remember this but that episode of spongebob where spongebob goes to people's <laughs> dreams i feel like this is yes <laughs> oh my god i feel like we talk about spongebob all the time and relate because it's so like relatable <laughs> yeah i, can relate I wasn't to SpongeBob. even like allowed to watch spongebob as a kid like when we would sit and watch tv not that we weren't allowed but like my dad hated that show so we would be sitting watching tv he's like oh yeah watch another rerun of spongebob we could be watching literally anything and it would be watch another rerun of spongebob because it's hilarious (laughs) oh spongebob is great taught me a lot of life lessons i would not say that (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna say it i would not (laughs) (laughs) i don't know but that's what i keep thinking about every time we talk about it so but yes that is accurate (laughs) 
Yeah. I did not even think about that. <laughs> but I've been thinking this whole time. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'll watch it someday. I'll get there. I will. I wish you would have watched it before this. I know. I just... It's my attention, My attention span is like a five-minute attention span, not a two-and-a-half-hour one. Uh, but yeah, otherwise, it. I mean, it seems interesting. I think there's a lot of, like, takeaways of what you can think about what your life is. But also, I would hate to see someone get wrapped up in the thought of something like this because then you get to be like a lizard person <laughs> lizard and, person yeah and then you think your reality is that you're a lizard person <laughs> or that there are lizard people around you know what i'm saying like it's yeah you get wrapped up in the you get wrapped up in it so yeah. i don't like my part mm, yeah. that's all i got that's all i got yeah i don't have anything else yeah that's okay <laughs> If anyone was, has any ideas of their own they'd like to share, please do. Or please. ideas for like another episode or anything like that, please reach out to us. We love that. We really do. Yes. 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 But otherwise, that's Inception. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Okay, that's that's you're like that's where it ends. Yep, we're done with that one. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Anyways, we appreciate you, milkers, as always. Um, like Hannah said, if you have any thoughts of your own or you wanna reach out to us or just whatever, follow us on Spill the Milk Podcast at Facebook or on Facebook and then spill the milk underscore podcast on Instagram. Or you can always email us at podcast.spillthemilk at gmail.com do it do it do it do it what is it Stop. do it kill him <laughs> oh i thought you were gonna go for more of the what's it from do shia it. labeouf do it no do not it. that one. Oh. it's in a cartoon i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> shoot what am i thinking of do it i don't know i was thinking star wars or uh, Shia LaBeouf when he's like, just do it! I love Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, me too. I'm a big fan of Shia LaBeouf. We're getting really off track. <laughs> I'm surprised that you said you liked him. Oh, I really like him. Because he has a troubled past, but he's like one of my faves. Yeah, well, you know. You just gotta, gotta look past that sometimes. I'm probably gonna get hate for that, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. It's not like I know him personally. True. True that. All right. Okay, anyways. <laughs> I think that deserves a good bye. bye.